I was hot. Oh, I'm done of sugar. I forged my own path. I mean, come oh, on, bitch. Yeah. Oh, darling. Yeah, girl. Get into oh, it. Big silly homo. Oh. Work with me here, girls. Work with me. It's hard and it's a dick. Who cares what it looks like? Shot of sugars! <laughs> Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. Well, hello, darlings. Well, hello, darlings. It's so good to be here back where I belong. Oh, goodness, darlings. This is why... Um, I've had a couple of cocktails uh, on recording night. A couple of Jack and Cokes make the day go by better. Sippies. Mm. Ah, delicious. (laughs) Oh, hi, girls, and welcome to the Donna Sugar Show. That tells you how drunk I am. Oh, I'm not even drunk, like tipsy I am. I'm singing. God, what's wrong with me? Um, So, welcome to the show. Episode six, right? I think we're there. Six. Uh, <laughs> uh, so have, still having a lot of fun. I'm really missing this, and, and and I look forward to recording. And I'm getting myself into this kind of routine of recording on the same day, and I love it. And I'm going to keep doing it. So this week sucked. <laughs> kind of a tough week. Had its positive moments. Had its rough moments. Um, I will say, and this is the only time I'll ever, I, I will never get into details, but I love my job, but in a customer service job, there are good days and bad days. Far more good days than bad, but uh, with the world we live in, with the, the virus um, and COVID and isolation, this week was rough. Uh, but I love my job and I can't wait to do it every day. I uh, can't. And I enjoy doing it. I enjoy uh, coming downstairs in my basement, logging in and doing my job here. I will. I cannot wait to go back to the office and do it where I can be surrounded by people that I like. Uh, but that's where we are. This is the world we live in. I have. I was in this weird place where I was not. I had fallen out of love with sewing, and I had gotten a little burned out from doing costumes for shows. So I said I wanted a break, and I really have not looked at my sewing machine in a while. And making masks, I was worried it was just going to make me angry and annoyed that I'm putting work into this stupid thing I don't want to do. But something very calming about making masks, and I know a few people I saw online were having trouble sewing these masks. Just take it slow. Realize, think to yourself that you're making... All you're doing is you're making a pillowcase. Think of yourself, you're making a pillowcase, because really it's it's not far off from what it is. It's really just take us two squares, sew them together. I mean, even if you have to hand stitch on the elastic, hand stitch on stuff, put the little pleats in the side. You could do the entire thing by hand if you wanted to. You can keep it as simple or as complex as you want, but I have enjoyed making them uh, I, I have some sassy ones, and you know when you're getting more comfortable. You know when you're getting more comfortable with your gayness, uh, when you're doing some gay ones, and you're wearing them. <laughs> so uh, this week I wore my half-naked uh, cowboy, 
Um, I also have a bunch of black ones um, that I just simple black. I mean, just sometimes you just look good in black. Uh, but I have my half naked fireman. I have my half naked fireman. I have not worn yet. I have my half naked cowboy. I have my glittery one. I have my rainbow one, which ooh, maybe I'll wear my rainbow one next. And I have a Disney one that I love. So, <laughs> and I was kind of cutting up some old T-shirts that I, I might make a couple kind of video game ones because I have a bunch of old game shirts that I might use that might be fun. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just, I mean, that that little bit of sewing has been fun. Um, but, and that's a good way of relaxing. Uh, I had to go to the store and wearing my cowboy mask, I got some uh, some positive male attention and a wink and I, God, I love it. Makes me so happy. Um it's weird how happy that makes me. It just, it's just silly. Uh, but it's I enjoy that little bit of positive male attention. Um, not that I would ever act upon it, but it's good to have. Uh, so I went to the grocery store. The other happy part about it is that they had my mocha, my iced mocha coffee drink. It's like a chocolate milk shelf with some coffee flavoring in it. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> and I've been drinking that. So uh, what we have discovered this week, that does not go good with Jack Daniels. Uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream with a shot or two of Jack Daniels in it, not bad. Uh, I, for some reason, bought a 12-pack <laughs> of grape soda, even though I haven't had grape soda in years and years and years. And that does not go great with Jack Daniels, uh, but Coke does. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> I get pineapple orange juice. So orange juice with pineapple juice in it, too. And I usually will wake up. I have a glass of that with some cranberry juice in it. So my own little tequila sunrise without the tequila. It goes great with with Jack Daniels. <laughs> little whiskey sunrise. Um, I wonder if that's the thing. Let me Google it. OK, so there's nothing exactly with whiskey and orange juice like by itself but there's like a whiskey sour which is orange juice whiskey lemon juice and oven dried orange peel um orange there's a whiskey screwdriver which is orange juice orange juice bourbon and lemon juice a whiskey crush which sounds delicious is fresh orange juice club soda simple syrup and rye whiskey um so i'm just gonna do my own thing (laughs) can you mix jack daniels with orange juice Someone asked Google. Of course, it will mix well. From the chemistry standpoint, orange juice will mix exactly the same with Jack Daniels, vodka, gin, etc. Okay, so I'm not weird to mix those. <laughs> um, fine, <laughs> I will continue to do so. Um, so other than that, not a lot going on. <laughs> God, I'm over here ring- reading drink recipes. I'm not becoming that person again. Uh, but... <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, that's a that's a thing. Um, <laughs> why can I not stop laughing? Okay, moving on. I promise. Uh, so, other than that, there's not a lot going on. I've been going for a walk every night, which I've really been enjoying. Um, listening to just some music on my phone, uh, uh, little musicals. Um, I love. Spotify because it will create a playlist for me of, of music that it thinks I want to hear, which I usually do. 
and <laughs> all very good. Um, and been watching a lot of Netflix. Uh, Netflix shows have been really good. I just finished watching Luna Nera, which is brand new to Netflix. Only six episodes, and I binge watched it in one night. So good. It's a Spanish show with uh, English dubbed over it. And the dubbing is a little odd, and it's a little weird to get used to. But the story itself is so good, kind of witches being hunted by religious fanatics, and and there's a lesbian love affair in it, and there's some uh, uh, <laughs> twists upon twists. So enjoying that a lot. Um, right now I'm actually watching Limitless, and once I finish Limitless, I think I'm going to, because I have a list. Girl, the list is long. Um, I think I'm going to actually work on... Uh, Sense 8, because I actually never finished watching that series. Uh, but <laughs> so I kind of intentionally avoid talking about politics because it just gets so ridiculous. And even today, like, I just watched a video today of Trump throwing a temper tantrum when he was asked a simple question by a reporter. And... <laughs> And she, I mean, she was a little sassy with him, and but good for her. Um, she asked him why he is emphasizing that the U.S. is doing better than any other country when it comes to testing. And she said, why does that matter? Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we are still seeing more cases every day? And then he just would not relent. Uh, she wouldn't relent. And then another female reporter was trying to ask questions and he was ignoring her too. And then he's like, nope, sorry, thank you very much, and walked out. Um, so, and it makes me crazy. Like, I just, and then he's canceling fun. I can't. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm See, I started going down that road. And if I start going down that road, I'm going to just get crazy. And this is why I need a cocktail sometimes because... On top of all the stress of being isolated, I turn on the news and I'm surrounded by stupid people that are like ignoring and going out and our president's a moron and <laughs> I'm so afraid of getting this. Um, and at the same time, I'm not like, if I get it, I'm not worried for myself. I'm worried for my neighbor and I'm worried for my friends. Like, <laughs> it's all I can think about. I haven't, I haven't. Last time I saw my mom was six months ago when I went to Hawaii with my family. I couldn't go home for Christmas because of poor planning on my part. And I was going to go home in February as kind of a gift to myself when I had finished paying off something that I um, had done. And this all started. (laughs) So I didn't even get to go home. I haven't seen my mom in six months. And I'm always so afraid of like... She isn't an essential job. She has to go out and work. And it makes me crazy, the thought that, like, she could get this. <laughs> and and so all the craziness I see, just, it makes me crazy. It, it keeps building upon me. And I, I just, I, it's a lot. <laughs> so I try to avoid the politics side of it. The only article that I saw that I thought, uh, they gave me a lot of hope uh, for the future. Um, is that, and I have to pull up a couple of them here. Newsom, uh, Governor Newsom of California, just did an, uh, an executive order to allow people to vote by mail, 
which I believe Oregon already does that. Um, I hope that New York goes that same route because um, I would be much more comfortable not waiting in line uh, for a while. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? The one that made me laugh, and I think it's just ridiculous, is um, Price is Right. So they did a primetime Price is Right, and RuPaul was on there. And RuPaul was playing for Planned Parenthood, and the Price is Right was matching anything, um, any prizes won. So uh, by the end of the show, $100,000 went to Planned Parenthood. And of course, those people on the one side are like, you've lost a lifelong fan. And on the other side, they're like, good for you. <laughs> so um, that story I find is just silly. But like RuPaul on the Price is Right is just everything. Especially because RuPaul is mostly boy RuPaul when you see her. When you see RuPaul going out, and he has these amazing suits, and he's so queer. I just love him so much. Um, I know that people have their feelings about him. AJ and the Queen was great. It should never have been canceled. It needs to be picked up by another network. So good. I don't care what anyone says. Love him. Um, I will always will. Drag Race right now is really good. <laughs> I have gone on, and I've said online right now, and I want everyone to know, the, the roast of RuPaul that happened on the secret celebrity drag race is probably the best episode of drag race ever in, in any series, UK, any of them. Everyone was spot on. Everyone was amazing. Everyone worked hard. And I am not shocked one bit that Ru did what he did at the end. So enjoy it. It's so good. Um, <laughs> the main thing I wanted to talk about today is video games. And I just finished um, The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. I just finished the last DSE on Blood and Wine, which takes you to this very French, Italian, countryside kind of feel where everyone drinks wine and very casual and knights are very chivalrous. It's, it's beautiful. And there's vampires. Great way for me to end that series. The game is gone. It's off my computer. So it's, what's next? What game do I play next? That's the real question. What I will say is that I have reached a point that I want either a really good storyline that I can fall into and I can be part of and I can love immediately, or I want LGBT <laughs> characters. I want to feel like I'm part of that goddamn story. Uh, so... Looking for new games, it's really hard because you're trying to find these things. Um, and there are a few games that I, I'm going to talk about that I love and are great. And I encourage all of you to play because they are so good. Um, I was trying to play a game called Saints Row 4. And I heard because it had some options and it looked kind of fun and the storyline looked ridiculous. But it looked kind of fun, and <laughs> I bought it on Steam. It kept freezing, kept breaking down. Um, I strongly recommend anyone out there, if you are thinking about buying that game on Steam, I wouldn't, um, be, unless you have an older computer, maybe, because it kept freezing on my new computer. It kept... Um, the, joy the, the controller didn't want to work, and that game is really hard to play without a controller. Um, Definitely not my favorite. So I immediately returned it for a refund because that, no, no, not happening. 
So what I thought I would talk about a little bit is while I'm looking for a new game, I was thinking about the games that I love playing and I realized that there was a lot of LGBT themes in those games. Um, so I was looking at queer video games, uh, gay-themed video games, games that are inclusive of, of our community, and there was a couple that stood out that I thought I would chat about. So there are a lot of games that, that are also apps you can play on your phone that are super queer, super gay men heavy. <laughs> uh, one of them, like Gay Dorado, which is uh, like gay Pokemon. It's like a gay RPG where you can pick outfits and wear as little or as much clothes as you want and and go on dates, but then like have epic battles where you have to like you have to keep your people alive. It's it's a lot. Uh, and then like games like Dream Daddy, where you move into a neighborhood and you're just trying to sleep with one of the dads in the neighborhood, and there's plenty of options for you. Um, what was the other one? Oh god, I and I just rebought it. Okay, <laughs> I just rebought it because it's ridiculous. Um, it's uh, coming out on top from Steam. Um, if you've never played it, I recommend. If you're gay, if you're into that kind of stuff, you are a college student trying to sleep with anyone interested and trying to seduce your teacher or a straight guy or your best friend, a goth kid. Lots of options. Super fun kind of text-based pictures. No animation, mostly pictures. Super fun game. You can control how hairy people are. It's, <laughs> it's really, really good. Um, a lot of fun there. I played that years ago. I'm playing it again. <laughs> so those games are have very specific points. There are some darker ones that I don't want to take you too far into the weeds. Um, but for anyone out there, if you really want a creepy one, um, there's The Tea Room. The Tea Room is a game that is very historically and politically charged because it's you going into a bathroom in the middle of nowhere and pretty much jack off, blowjob a guy at the urinal and you have to pay attention to the windows around you because if a cop comes, you get arrested. But you don't see a penis. You see a gun. <laughs> so it's ridiculous. So literally a man unzips and a shotgun comes out. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Super dark, kind of funny, um, creeps the shit out of me. That game really does creep me out. There's, I don't see, I don't, I, I, I tried it because I thought, I'm like, okay, I'll try it. I'll try anything once. No, it was really bad. <laughs> but the two game series that I do want to talk about because I love them and they're so epic to me, and they have these really, really fun LGBT moments, is Dragon Age and Mass Effect. I'm going to start with Mass Effect, work my way through it super quick. I don't want this episode to go on forever, even though I know I could talk about this forever. Mass Effect, one of my favorite games of all time, uh, has mods that will let you pick LGBT options from the from the get-go, even though it wasn't initially intended to have LGBT options until they got to the third one. And the third one let you flirt with and eventually fall in love with a character that 
was in the first game, Kaden Elenko. You can't help but love him. I just love him so much. Um, and I always romance him, except for I did try romancing the other uh, gay option named Cortez. And this is where I give Bioware a lot of credit because they put out some good damn games. Um, and they really put effort into having a... Options and, and really creating these epic storylines and making it very personal and 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 so Bioware has been very good with that. Bioware, you've seen Bioware start to do it even with their MMO Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, giving you those gay options. Where Mass Effect started off not giving you that option. The only option you really had was Liara Tassoni who is an Asari, and the Asari, that race, even though they look very feminine and they use female pronouns, um, they are very non-gendered because all of them have the same gender. All of them take biological material from another person, doesn't matter gender or race, and convert it into what they need to create an offspring. So they're very asexual uh, or, or <laughs> monogendered, um, which is super interesting in itself. The third game is so good. So with Cortez, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm like on tangents because I love this so much. So Cortez has this epic story arc and realizes this is super spoilers, but he, he's married. His husband dies um, when aliens attack uh, a colony and you really meet him after the death and after he's trying to kind of get on with his work life but his personal life is just shit and you kind of talk to him you befriend him and the more you become his friend you help him get through it you help him eventually um say goodbye to his husband realize that he has to continue living his life and open himself up to having fun and you have the option of romancing him and you just you he's just so adorable Caden who you've been friends with forever you realize that it's something more than that and and the romance is very quick and intense and Caden almost uh, uh, dies and you just realize that you just want to be with him so epic storylines three is really good and <laughs> play that game Andromeda, which is the, the newest game in that franchise, takes it a step farther. And it's the newest Bioware game um, uh, in these kind of Mass Effect, Dragon Age uh, feels. The, it, it gives you characters that are very exclusively gay. Um, where even Dragon Age has those. Uh, the newest versions giving you characters that are only gay. <laughs> and their entire storyline is so you, there's a lot of pansexuals you'll see in these games so that guy or girl doesn't matter which character you play you can romance these characters where you're starting to see games that are giving you pure gay options this character and it's built in the storyline so with um, Andromeda so the exclusive characters uh, like Gil Brody who is the your ship engineer pure gay character and he has an entire storyline that's very built around 
the fact that his best friend is part of the team that's encouraging mating for making children because they've gone to this other galaxy and now they we have to repopulate and he's kind of a waste because he's gay and he doesn't want to have babies um he doesn't want to sleep with a woman just to make a baby because his friend wants him to but if you romance him you can say that you want kids and he will totally get into it um there are definitely those characters uh, the other gay romances that you can have, um, there's the this new alien species that you meet, and there's kind of a human exile who's kind of a pain in the ass, but he's very endearing. Um, there are lady options. Uh, the the Tempest science officer is a pure female option, um, and then there are some kind of pansexual both sides options that you can have there. Uh, the one thing is I was reading an article when I was researching for this conversation that I'm having with myself that you're all going to listen to, hopefully, is that even though the Mass Effects have tons of options, when you put it by the numbers, there is still, it, it's still obviously male players given options of female characters if you look at all four games, the list is huge. Where when you're looking at female players looking to sleep with male characters, that list is is shorter, but still a long list. But the two longest lists are male characters looking for female characters and female players looking for female characters. So lesbian relationships. And the funny thing is, is that that is more for straight men too. So... Out of all of these options, male characters in love with male characters over these four game cycles, there are only four options over four games. Um, two of them in the third game and two of them in the fourth game. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. But it is... The storylines are good enough that... Even though I only have a couple of options, those options are good. And I just love them. So um, play Andromeda, play Mass Effect. Oh, God, if you play through Ma the whole Mass Effect series, first of all, it's going to take you forever. Get into it. Love it. Mod it. Jump in with some mods, girl. Do it. Just have fun. If you've never modded a game, girl, get into it. If you've never modded a game, play Skyrim. And you will fall in love with mods. Oh, my God. <laughs> love me a good mod. Um, but the, the game that has the most and is the best for romancing and gay options is Dragon Age. No other game out there gives you the options like this gives you. So let's get into some Dragon Age a little bit. So where Mass Effect was science fiction, Dragon Age is pure fantasy, where you are in this realm... Um, of knights and magic and elves and dwarves, uh, very much that kind of fantasy realm. And this game, this game series has always been all about giving everyone a chance to fuck. <laughs> um, I, I'm because you really, it really is. There are 
<laughs> I can't. It's just so good because I'm watching. Uh, I, I'm on one, this one site, and they keep having videos playing. That you're just like, yes, um, <laughs> of all the romances. So, from the very first game, not only do you have characters that are pansexual, bisexual, options for men, options for women, um, on all kind of spectrums of what you want, you also have which from the very beginning really the first game came out in 2009 so really it's still i mean relatively modern overall but the fact that a major game is giving you like a whorehouse you can go in from the very first game you can go in and choose men or women you have the choice <laughs> and you can sleep with any almost any race you want um any race any gender so like that first game you're just like yeah hey um, you couldn't help but love that game, and I mean, <laughs> I love it so much. And those various romance options, great. From the very first game, you've got um, you've got characters that are very, I mean, very straight. Even though you really wish they were gay, I mean, every gay guy I know who plays Mass Effect wish they could um, <laughs> wish they could flirt with Alistair and can get some Alistair time. Uh, but as a a uh, gay man, you're given the option of uh, Zevran um, Arrhenia. I'm gonna, pr I know Zevran. I'm just gonna call him Zevran, um, who is an elf assassin, very sassy bitch. Um, but he's kind of pansexual. Um, but he makes he, when he finally does love you. Oh, he loves you so much. And the other, um, the lesbian option, which is the other kind of bisexual, is Liliana which you actually see again um, in the third game. Dragon Age 2 is when you kind of started to get into some more options, kind of trying to give you a lot more. Um, you're getting into a lot of pansexuals. So there's a lot of characters that are, are purely um, for everyone. <laughs> Anders, who I always romance Anders. Anders is male and female. Um, he is a male wizard He's a male mage who used to be a Grey Warden who has a spirit that half possesses him. Um, yeah, whole epic storyline, but I always fall in love with him. You also have Fenris, who is an elf, who if you flirt with anyone when you're dating him, super jealous. And then you've got the lesbian, Isabel and Meryl. Um, and then you have pure straight options, like Sebastian Vale, who kind of is a prick. But who's cute? And you kind of wish he was in the dudes. Um, where Inquisition gets really good is Inquisition has so many options for everybody. But this is where we start getting into pure gay options. And you get into some pure racial options. So someone like Solus, Solus will only romance a female elf. And Cullen, who, with the right mod, you can be a man, um, will only be with a female who is either human or elf. Won't do a dwarf, won't do a canary. Um, or someone like Dorian. Dorian is purely into men. Dorian is a sassy bitch um, from the Taventer Emporium. Uh, and, and then you have, like, Iron Bull, who's bisexual. Josephine, who's bisexual. Um... Then like Blackwall and Cassandra are both straight. Uh, Sarah is is pure lesbian. These kind of pure characters that let you pick. 
it's the storylines. It's the love affairs. It's you love these characters. I tend to always romance Iron Bull um, or Dorian because those are my options. <laughs> I love them. Um, and I reach this point, and super spoiler, if you don't romance either of them, the two of them fall in love. And they are so fucking cute that you almost don't want to be with either of them just so the two of them can be together, which is the saddest thing I've ever said, that even in my gaming world, I'm not dating so that other people can be happy. It's so pathetic. Oh, my God. Uh, So... Love these games. If there is a... And I've rambled on about these characters, these games, my love of them. If any of you have a game that has some strong gay characters in it that you want to tell me about, um, definitely tell me. Um, If there's a game that you think I should play, let me know. I'm totally up for a new game to play. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh, okay. So (laughs) This is where I get crazy. I talk too much. This game... Okay, so Bioware did something really cool. There's a character in this game called Krem. Krem is a background character who is a member of Bull, Iron Bull's mercenary team, and he's transgendered. So he has this whole story that if you talk to him, you'll learn his story, and there was this glitch. So you would go into the bar, and he'd be standing on his chair instead of sitting in it, and it was like, oh, okay, so it's this funny thing that like, he's always standing in his chair. Then in the DLC that came out after the initial game, they obviously couldn't fix the glitch. They gave him a reason for standing in the chair. Under the right circumstances, if you saved him, if, if one of the other characters uh, uh, decides to go a different way with their life, he will be... Um, he will have romance. He'll be in a romance with the bard from the bar who, if you stand, if you go to where his seat is and you see why he's standing on his chair, it's because she's right on the other side of the stairs. And if you're standing on your chair, you can see her. So it is so cute that they took this transgender character, gave him an epic storyline, gave him this this background, made him a super cool, kick-ass, badass character, and then gave him a romance. It's so adorable. Uh, so, <laughs> love Krem. Um, some weird names. I'm not going to lie. There's some weird names in the game. Uh, his, well, his real name is Cremesius. But I get why he goes by Krem. So, darlings, that is it. I have been talking for a long time. I'm sure you're bored of my voice. Um, well, I mean, I hope you're not vo- bored of my voice. Because that's all you're going to get <laughs> right now. Uh, so if you are enjoying the show, if you're not enjoying the show, hit me up. I want some, like, give me a call. Like, let me see. Like, I've got a voicemail. Send me a voicemail. So I will say that if you go to the Facebook page, The Donna Sugar Show, um, I am starting to get a lot of likes and a lot of people on there. Um, I've gotten some private messages with some people that are very happy, um, R.C. Martinez, love you, darling. Um, love him so much. Um, was very sweet, very happy that I'm coming back, and very happy that I'm going to be bringing back two minutes of news when I do so, um, when the news isn't so fucking bleak. Uh, but uh, some people that want to send me some messages, people who have really liked it, it's, it's amazing how quickly um, I kind of have fallen back into the groove get into the group like it's just it's fun (laughs) it's fun how quickly i've kind of just fallen back into it and i love doing it um the google i oh 
That's what I was doing Google Voice. I do have a Google Voice set up, 716-236-8599, that you can leave voicemails at. Or, if you'd rather just send me an email, I love me some emails, so you can send one to me at DonnaSugars.com. Once again, that is M-E at Donna, D-O-N-N-A-S-U-G-G-A-R-Z, Dot com. Um, and you can always find me on social media, Donna Sugars. You can find me everywhere, some places that are inappropriate, some places that are super appropriate. If there's a video game that I've been playing, most likely there's a character named Donna Sugars, so come and find some Donna Sugars. Love you guys all so much, and uh, there will be the next episode of the throwback um, on that will be posted here on Wednesday. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, <laughs> kisses, everybody. Mwah! Bye.